Hi everyone, this is Psychic Medium Ms. Sarah with the Psychic Medium School. Hope you're all doing well today. I'm connecting so I can look and make sure I can see you guys' questions. If you're watching this, rewatch, or if you're rewatching this, uh, you can always comment below uh, and ask questions if you have questions, and I'll try to get to them as fast as I can. So today uh, we are talking about easy ways or an easy technique to connect with your uh, spirit guides. And so I am really, really excited today because uh, this is a topic that I've talked a lot about with um, people who I've done psychic development with. You can see my, my cat has destroyed my chair. Normally I cover it up. Uh, I love him though, so I'll keep him anyway. I just figure I'm not going to get a new one because, well, he likes to sit up there. So when you guys aren't watching, he's sitting up there when we're working together. So uh, today we're going to talk about spirit guides. And uh, you all, everyone has a spirit team. And we're going to, I'm going to answer questions after I'm done talking about this because I have a set of questions that I get commonly asked. Uh, so the first question is, what is your spirit team? So your spirit team consists of a lot of different people. And I've explained this in general uh, plenty of times, but generally I explain it as your, it's your spirit guides and your angels. But your spirit team actually consists of a lot more than just your spirit guides and your angels. Um, it consists of your angels, archangels, guardian angels, spirit animals, ancestors, loved ones that have passed on, ascended masters, helper angels, and then your common spirit guide. So those are all different types of uh, uh, entities in your spirit uh, team. So next we're going to talk about what do spirit guides do? What do your spirit guides do? So your spirit guides offer guidance throughout your life. You generally have about two to three spirit guides and one of them at least one of them you've had your entire life. So from the time you were born in this lifetime uh, on. And that that spirit guide gen helps you generally, normally. Uh, and then the other spirit guides will help you with different things like your relationships or your uh, career, those types of things, your life purpose. Each one of them helps you with something different. And it depends on what you need in your life. Um, so your spirit guides throughout your life might change uh, depending on what you need and what you are looking for and, and the things that you don't even know that you need. So um, they each help you with different aspects in your life. So why is it important to connect with your spirit guides? It's important to connect with your spirit guides because I could I, I've done a lot of spirit guide readings. But the thing is, is if you're connecting on a regular basis, you're going to be able to get the information you need uh, on a regular basis. And it's going to be more personal for you. And those personal questions that you wouldn't want to ask someone else, you can ask those questions to your spirit guides directly. So that's why I wanted to talk to you guys. Make sure that you knew how to connect to your spirit guides um, on your own. Because I think that's really, really important. And it's a big part of your spiritual journey. So, um, and the, they also, they want to build relationships with you. They want to be able to connect with you and they want to be able to, um, 
make sure that you have the answers that you're looking for. Um, that's something that they need just as much as you. So how will you know it's them? So this is an interesting one because I actually had a conversation with a client when we were doing psychic development and I sent her through an exercise. And then when I, uh, when we talked about it, she was describing what happened. And it was interesting to me because her experience was exactly the way that it should be. When you're communicating with your spirit guides, they, they may be jokesters at times. You may have a, uh, someone who, or an entity that really likes to just mess with you sometimes um, because they think that's funny, uh, but they always have, your, have, your, have good intentions for you. And they're always going to speak kindly to you. They're never going to be really negative. If you're having negative experiences, it probably isn't your spirit guide that you're communicating with. So uh, most of what they offer is guidance. They're offering guidance to help you um, get on the path to your life purpose and get where you uh, need to be. Not necessarily where you want to be, but where you actually need to be. So that's a, that is their purpose. That is their entire purpose. So the other question I get a lot is, um, do my spirit guides have names or are they do they have a human-like form because a lot of times we as humans we need that connection we need to think about somebody somebody's identity and we associate that with a name typically so them giving you a name is just for your own um like balance i guess uh, your own feeling of security because e then you can identify each one of them where they don't typically have names like we would here. They, that's for you. Um, and the human-like form, if they show you a human-like form, um, that's typically, again, just for you. So that way you can identify them. Um, so I want to talk, we're going to get into detail then about how to connect with your spirit guides. So and we could talk about all these different people in your spirit team. Today, we're just going to talk about your spirit guides. So I want to talk about how I um, would initiate this conversation or this interaction. And this is how I personally did this. And it was successful. You may have to do this more than once. Um, but this is a really simple, easy technique. And with this technique, basically, uh, what you're going to do is I have two different types of meditations in the uh, description of this video, and you'll be able to look at those. And the first one says Sarah's third eye meditation. Um, that has, it's a lyricless uh, meditation. Um, you can either use that or you can use the guided meditation. And the guided meditation is not mine. That's from another um, YouTube channel. I trust that, um, that guided meditation, the people that provide it, um, because I've used their meditations before. So now you can either, you can use either one of those, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to go through and you don't have to do, it doesn't have to be like 30 minutes to an hour. If you have 20 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, that's perfectly fine. You really just have to make this work for you. And I want it to be simple because I want it to fit in your lifestyle. So 
uh, if it's 15, 20 minutes, just do that. See if it, if you find results from that. And if you don't find results from it the first time, try it again. So here's what I personally do. So with me personally, the way that I connected with my spirit guides is I listen to a meditation, a lyricless meditation, because that seems to be what keeps my mind at ease. And I did that for probably 25, 30 minutes. And I just laid on the couch. That's all I did. I laid on the couch. And I, I know some people fall asleep. If you're the one, the kind of person that falls asleep, sit up. And obviously don't do this in the car. Um, I don't know why I even have to say that, but I have to say that. So um, laying on the couch, I stick my, I stuck my cell phone at the top of the, on the arm of the couch. And I just laid there and I listened to the music. And I set the intention as I was listening to the music um, to connect with my spirit guides. And there were a few questions that I had personally that I asked, and that was my intention. So the difference between meditation and grounding is with meditation, you're going to have an intention. And with grounding, you have no intention. You're just um, easing your mind and calming yourself and connecting with uh, the earth and the, the energy around you with meditation, you have an intention. So with that intention in this particular case, it's to connect with your spirit guides and to get some of the answers that you're looking for. So the technique I use is, uh, so I lay, laid down on the couch. If you want to sit, if you want to sit in a chair, uh, or sit on the ground, that's completely up to you. You can be inside or outside, whatever works for you. And so basically with me, I laid down and I connected with my spirit guides that way. And what I did is I did the meditation and I, uh, after I was done with the meditation, I got out a you're going to laugh at me when I show you this. This is exactly what I use for notes. I got out a notebook and I literally write down everything in this notebook. So everything that um, I'm doing with automatic writing, if I'm doing things for business, it all goes in this notebook. And then I can go back and look at what I've written. But one of the things that I used it for is I used it for the automatic writing to connect to my spirit guides. And it was really interesting to me because it was something that I really didn't expect. And I thought, well, everybody else can do this. Why, you know, why not me? So I did that and I connected with them through what I consider automatic writing. And you can comment below uh, if you've connected with your spirit guides. I want to know who they are, especially if you've listened to this video and then connected to them. So um, basically what I did is what I consider automatic writing. And there are a couple different forms of automatic writing. One would be like just letting your hand go for you. And some people, that's what they consider automatic writing. Uh, for me, I consider like just getting the information automatic writing. So whether it be clairvoyantly, clairaudiently, uh, clairempathically, like I'm just writing down everything, right? Everything that comes to me. And if you um, are really aware of how it's coming to you, you might just jot down in those notes how it came to you, um, whether it was clairaudiently or clairvoyantly, however it came to you. Um, just so you know, for your own development, uh, how the information came to you. So with the 
spirit guide connection, uh, when you're able to do that, you're going to find that they're going to offer you that guidance that you need. And there's more personal questions that you can ask um, outside of what any person can answer for you. When you build that connection, you're really going to be able to um, help utilize their guidance and build a relationship with them that you can um, continue to learn about them and learn about how they're helping you and what aspects each spirit guide helps you with. Um, so if you do one meditation to connect with your spirit guide and you connect with one, do it again. I wouldn't do it like within close periods of time, maybe once a week at that. Like you really want to spread it out a little because that's really important. And so what I think when it comes to this type of activity, I really think that that process is a process that makes it really easy for everyone to be able to connect to their spirit guides. I could seriously be on this video right now telling you that you have to stand on one leg, uh, touch your nose, and jump in circles three times. But that's overcomplicated. Like, I do not like things overcomplicated. I really like having a simple process to do things that everybody can understand and everybody can do. If you feel comfortable lighting a candle while you do this, light a candle. If there's a certain smell you enjoy that relaxes you, do that. If you want to do this at the beach, do it that way. If you want to do this at the um, in the mountains, do it that way. Whatever makes you really comfortable and relaxed, um, if that environment is available to you and you're close to an environment like that, that's how I recommend you do this. Uh, because it's going to help you. That goes the same. The same is with grounding. If you can get in an environment that you really, really enjoy, that you feel peaceful in, it's really going to help you uh, meditate or um, have that sort of connection. Also, if I've had another question that I think is really important to address when it comes to this, and someone asked me, they're like, Sarah, why can't I connect anywhere else? So this was a really important question because at first I'm like, hmm. and then I had to really like think about it. And I thought, you know, well, this person was connecting. I said, where are you connecting at? So this goes with spirits, spirit guides, the spirit team, everything. They're saying, I only can connect in this one or I, I can't connect in my new spot, basically, because they had moved their space, basically. And I was like, okay, so where did you, like, what changed, basically? Well, I moved my spot, but that shouldn't make too much of a difference. But then after talking about it, it really did make a difference. And they weren't having trouble at all connecting in the other space. And then when they moved their space, it was in, like, a noisier environment, I believe. And it was just a little bit different. So, like, for me, I have this space, the space you're looking at right now, this is where I connect. This is where I connect with my spirit, uh, or excuse me, with mediumship. So for me, like my living room is nearby. So that's how I connect uh, with uh, my spirit guides. But it's not far from my space and it's all really airy and open. I think I've told you guys before, like I have two massive glass doors here. And then in that, my living room is back here. I have two massive glass doors in there too. So there's a lot of light that comes in here, like just natural light. And that really helps me just feel comfortable and at peace. I live in Iowa. So when it snows, I have to be inside. I can't, 
uh, hardly go meditate outside because it's, you know, can be negative some degrees here in Iowa. So it really gives me the chance to be in a semi-outdoor type of space, you know, and just be comfortable and relaxed and in the light. And I just think that for me, that helps a lot. Um, personally, I love the beach. So you have to tell me, I, I love this question. So you have to tell me, would you rather meditate in the comments below? Would you rather meditate on the beach or would you rather meditate in the mountains or the forest? Like, where is your happy place? I want to know, like when it comes to the environment and being outside in nature, where is your happy place to meditate? If the weather's nice, where would you be um, if you could be? I think that's a fun question. And if you're watching this and you're not part of the Exploring Claire group, definitely jump on the Exploring Claire group on Facebook. Um, it's um, Exploring Claire audience, and it's all eight Claires that we talk about. So I know some of you are watching this live in the group, and some of you will be watching this on YouTube. I definitely am still curious about your answers, and I would love to hear comments about um, whether you've connected to your spirit guides um, and also. Uh, what your experiences are. Where is your favorite place outside to, to meditate or to do grounding work? Because that's, that's so fun to me. I love the beach, but you know, the mountains are really nice too. Uh, so here we have a lot of uh, like large, like I have a large yard it, with just green grass and corn and things like that here in Iowa. And uh it's kind of like the typical Iowa place that you'd imagine, I guess. Um, but it is to me like really peaceful place, except when it gets cold where I'd rather be inside meditating. So that's uh, just, it's all about your preference and what makes you comfortable, relaxes you. I know that I have children. I have two children. I have a, she's going to be 16. And then he is, he's just turned 12. So I have a lot of chaos around me sometimes. I told you guys, I got a dog, two cats, eight chickens now. My chickens are thriving. I'm pretty excited about that. So they actually should have eggs coming before the end of August. So that'll be a lot of fun. And the eggs that they produce are delicious. Like I'm really into like, certain levels of sustainability and uh, they're amazing. So having those types of uh, things around me, like it can be chaotic sometimes. So when it comes to meditation, I don't expect people to meditate an hour at a time. I was just literally talking to a client about this this morning. Um, she's from Australia. She's absolutely amazing. And she's like, Sarah, I don't think I could do that. And we're both like really talkative people and we love to chat and her and I were talking about it. And I was just like, I couldn't either. I couldn't meditate for an hour. I think I might go crazy. Like just trying to be quiet, you know, like a, we were talking about different cultures and that and how, uh, how simple some cultures make it like a Buddhist monk, like their idea of uh, connecting to the energy is just not talking. And I'm sure there's, there's more to it than that. I realized that, um, but it was just a simple thing. And so we were get, got to chatting about, about how, uh, you know, not talking and how that would work. Uh, so you got to do what really works for you, uh, because that's the only way you're going to become like, feel good about it is if it fits into your lifestyle. I definitely recommend just making that time, uh, when you have it, 
Um, I know that uh, I have uh, the same client likes to go for walks and she just takes her children on walks and they're they're active then then they're a lot more relaxed because excuse me they have a goal and that is a peaceful moment for mom right and so I completely understand that with little kids it makes it even harder um, I think that it just has to fit into your lifestyle everything about your uh, like spiritual development should fit in your lifestyle it should not be overcomplicated. it shouldn't be something that makes you uncomfortable you should intuitively feel comfortable uh doing the practices that you're doing and as you progress continue to do things that you intuitively enjoy excuse me my nose itches somebody must be talking about I'm just joking. I, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's a thing. You tell me if that's a thing. Uh, so um, if it has to fit into your lifestyle, though, and if it doesn't fit into your lifestyle, it's going to be something that it's kind of like a diet. If you try to do too much at once, you're going to get overwhelmed. And I know if you're anything like me, you want to learn everything. I think I've told you guys, like, I've learned how to hypnotize people. I've learned how to do guided meditations, all this different stuff. But the truth is, is that that doesn't really fit into my business um, and what I want to be able to do to help people. So I don't add those things in. So I'm really careful about um, for those of you that ha run a business or do spiritual business. Um, I'm really careful about what I add into it because it can get overwhelming for people and it can be overwhelming for you when you're trying to add too many different things into your business. I try to stay focused when it comes to that because um, people get confused if you're doing too much and you get confused if you're doing too much because then you don't know where to put your focus. Um, so staying focused has always been like my cousin has referred to me as a squirrel before. It might be true. I have a really difficult, I've had a really difficult time focusing on uh, one thing because I love to learn and I love to do new things. And so I've had to really figure out what I want and where I want to go. And that goes for my own spiritual development, that goes for my business, and that goes for my life. Like I've really had to focus. And I think it's important to do that because you learn more about yourself when you're staying focused on what you can be the most efficient at, what you're the most successful at. And it's really, it just changes your entire perspective. So I just think that's really, really important. So I wanted to share that with you guys. If you have questions about the meditation, let me know. Those links are in the description. So if you um, uh, click, click the uh, third eye meditation is lyricless. Uh, the guided meditation obviously has words and it's a guided meditation, uh, but you can do either one, whatever you prefer. And you don't have to do all like I think mine is an hour long. It's just an hour long for those people that actually want to do an hour long meditation. You do however long you can and just make it fit into your day. And I, of course, I wouldn't do it more than once a week. You really want to separate uh, those time frames that you're trying to connect with your spirit guides. That way you're not just getting the same information over and over again, because there are things that they'll push for you to know. Um, and even if it's information that you don't necessarily, that you weren't focused on, uh, just, you know, look at it, figure out how it fits into your lifestyle and 
what you need, because those are all things that are going to help you. But they're never going to be negative. Um, they're always going to have positive advice and be uh, as gentle as they can with the information that they're providing you. So I really hope this helped you guys. I am excited to share this information and I want to know more about you guys' connections. So definitely comment below if you're not. I, I have the YouTube channel at Psychic Medium School uh, TV. And then I have the podcast Psychic Medium School TV on Spotify and Apple. So you can go on either one of those. And I would definitely recommend going back. And if you're interested in any one of the Claire's, the some of the very first uh podcasts that i did on spotify they're uh, like what is clairaudience what is clairvoyance and i go through and explain those things but i have an entire library of different information so all you have to do is go like if you're looking on youtube all you have to do is hit that search bar and type the word that you want there's a lot of different videos or even on spotify hit that search bar and type the words that you want because there are tons and tons uh, videos. There's tons of podcast episodes that are already out there um, that have information that you're probably looking for. If you are what I call a baby Claire, you know, like a baby witch. I think some people have like, they say it's a newbie, right? But I've coined it as a baby Claire because I just think that's uh, like, I don't know. Calling somebody a newbie is weird to me. Like, I don't know why. I'm just strange like that, I guess. But a uh, baby Claire, if you're a baby Claire, there are baby Claire episodes. And Claire, I spell C-L-A-R, or C-L-A-I-R. And you can check those out. If you just put Claire, you can find every Claire audience or Claire, every Claire episode there is in there. Um, but definitely check those out if there's a particular topic that you're looking to um look into, especially if you're having like ringing or you're hearing clairaudient talking, that type of thing. I have tons and tons of information out there already um, that will help you. And if you have questions, ask them in the Exploring Claire group and tag me. Um, if for some reason I don't respond for a day or two, just message me on Facebook and let me know um, because I'm definitely open to um, answering some questions with like, I don't obviously want to write a book on Facebook, uh, but I definitely am open to answering questions for you. Uh, I would definitely check out, I have uh, Claire audience, clairvoyance, claircognizance and Claire empathy, Claire empathy masterclasses. They're on demand and they're available. Um, you can go to www.psychicmediumschool.com. I know a lot of people have been interested in those. So those are all there. And if you look at downloads and readings, if you click that button, it'll be right there. It's actually in the description link as well. So if you're looking for a specific Claire, there's more detailed information in those on-demand uh, masterclasses. So, and they also each include a workbook. So I'm really glad you guys joined me today. Thank you so much. Like I am thankful that uh, the podcast has blown up like it has, and I'm thankful for everybody that subscribes to uh, the YouTube channel, and of course, everybody that participates in the Exploring Claire group. You guys are amazing. Like, I could, we couldn't ask for a better environment, and I know when I'm not available, there's a lot of members that are answering questions and 
uh, that type of thing. And I want to thank you guys for doing that and supporting one another. And I really think like I try to make sure that I'm giving you props when you're doing that. And uh, just know I really appreciate those of you that are helping answer questions for other people. Um, I'm not at all offended by that. Like, I love it. I think it helps everyone and it shows support for the community. Um, and thank you guys all for listening. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful day.